0: Finally, on Opportunity Detroit, we welcome a Metro Detroit content creator, an influencer, Raquel Escamilla. Raquel, welcome to Opportunity Detroit.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: For our listeners who aren't in this world of influencers, content creators, give us just a thumbnail sketch as to or define exactly what that means.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, what I do now, this is my part, like my outside job, outside of my day job. But what I essentially do is I create content around Michigan and showcase it on my own TikTok. And then I work with different brands to also promote any events that they have across my TikTok as a way to not only just advertise things to do in Michigan, but also just to promote any of their brand products.
0: Well, that's interesting. What is your day job?
1: My day job is working as a senior community manager, so I work within the social media realm as well, and I'm working for uh, General Mills right now.
0: Well, that's a big job. That's a big company and a big job. Good for you. And just, I, I guess, on the side, uh, as a content creator and influencer, I read that you have over 48,000. These numbers never make sense to me because – by the time I say the number, you've added membership. So on my paper, it says you have over 48,000 followers.
1: Yep, that's correct. Right there on TikTok.
0: <laughs> All right. So 48,000 people are, are given a heads up whenever you give us new content. Is that how that works?
1: Yes, similar. It's um, usually when they go on their TikTok, they'll get my content served to them within their For You page. Or if they're following me, they get a notification um, and they get to see different things to do.
0: So you feature on your page or pages, uh, Raquel, uh, local businesses and restaurants. I'm told you've worked with brands like the Detroit Pistons, Pepsi, Blake's Cider Mill. Tell me, give me an idea and our listeners what you do for them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So usually it starts off with me having an email communication with somebody within their marketing department and we kind of talk about what their, you know, key performance indicators are, so kind of more so of like, what do they wanna get out of me promoting their brand? Um, For Blake Cider Mill, they really wanted people to come to their Sunflower Festival and just learn that it's much more than just going out to the fields and picking sunflowers, that there's different vendors to go to, and also just different, you know, music and food that you can get at that festival. So what I do is, is I work with their marketing department to go out there, Um, I shoot some content and just kind of showcase what the festival is as a whole. And then I edit that content and then post it to my own TikTok. And then from there, I am able to promote not only their brand, but also just showcase things to do in Michigan. And that's usually something that people really like to see. Um, Sometimes that is a fun thing to do for people or they're looking for something to do on the weekends and they're not really sure. And it just gives them better ideas of, you know, there's different things to do within the city or even just around them that are going on that they might not know about
0: so in the in the good old days when someone would uh, buy a billboard or put a commercial on the radio or on television or even an ad going back to an ad in the newspaper the difference is when you say i love it when you say this raquel shoot the content when you shoot the content You are doing the same kind of advertising of a billboard, of a radio commercial, of a television ad, of a newspaper ad, but it's far more immediate and can be far more personal and therefore, I think, uh, very, very effective.
1: Yep, I completely agree with you. I think uh, with this new form of social media, there's more of inside glimpses into my life, but also just a more authentic way of portraying like a different event that might be happening. And I think with that, a lot of people feel more motivated to go to that event. um, And they're like, oh, this person had fun. So I think that I, if I take my family, like we would have the same amount of fun. And this seems really cool. I'm super interested in it. So I think it becomes more, it's a, better way of promoting outside of just on a newspaper ad or a
0: tv ad and stuff like that so how do and i don't want to get too personal into your business your private business but how does one make money on tiktok and it appears to me that there are millions and millions of people other than me making money on tiktok
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there's three different ways that you can make money on TikTok. Um, So one of the ways that you can make money is through sponsorship. So that's where people reach out to you and you can talk to them, um, you know, by people, I mean brands. Um, So for example, I worked with Pepsi to promote uh, Black Restaurant Week here in Detroit. And so I worked with Pepsi to not only showcase different restaurants, but also to promote the products that are in these restaurants, such as their Pepsi products. Um, so that's one way of sponsorship. Another way is a uh, creator fund. So a lot of these social media platforms to get creators to, um, you know, have some sort of income or incentive to continue to produce content on their platforms. They have these creator funds, which you can enter into. And for every, for like X amount of views or X amount of engagement that you get on your video, you earn money towards um, this fund essentially and then you can cash that out at the end and then the last way that you can earn money is really by creating your own product I don't have that right now but you know it might be something that I would think about in the future but a lot of creators will create their own merchandise or they'll create their own day planners or you know different courses that you can take and that's really how those are the really three big ways that creators make money off of you know, online and social media.
0: So, how many followers do you have to have where you start to realize you could actually make money? You have 48,000 plus. What's the beginning yeah. level? Is there a beginning level?
1: I don't think that there is a beginning level. There's different. Um, there's definitely different price ranges depending on how many followers you have. Uh, I know that that brands now are really looking for micro influencers and those are people who have maybe under 10,000 followers, but they still have a very large engagement with their followers. And in those cases, they're looking for people who are very like niche down. Um, there are obviously big people who have millions and millions of followers and they can make a lot more money because they're reaching a bigger audience. But in that case, um, you know, it, there's no real start to how many followers you can have to start making money. I know for me, it really started around $25,000. That's when I really started to see, you know, um, brands really reaching out to me.
0: Oh, so people actually, once you hit that 25000 mark, you had people reaching out to you to say, hey, let's, let's talk business.
1: Yep. A majority of the people who... Um, like right now, the majority of the sponsorships that I get are mostly people reaching out to me rather rather than me reaching out to them. Wow.
0: Well, I don't know if you know anything about sales, but boy, that, that's an enviable position to be in yeah. when you're selling something. Uh, when people come to you and want to buy, that's really spectacular. Uh, meanwhile, is there a time element? Like I see people on TikTok and maybe Instagram, I get confused which one I'm watching at the time, but who are clearly trying to keep you watching them for as long as possible. Does that enter into the payoff realm?
1: Yeah, a little bit, so timing, Essentially it's called like time engagement. And what that does is you want to keep people on your page and also keep people coming back to your videos and watching you for a very long time because it does better in the algorithm. So if I have a video that's 14 seconds long and people are watching 75% of that video, then you're more likely to go viral than say if you have a 14 second video and they're only watching two seconds of it. Um, When you're looking at, you know, TikTok and really, um, you know, what creators perform the best, it's usually the people who have high engagement and who have very long watch times. And those are usually the people who tend to go viral more often because they're creating content that people want to see and that people are engaged in.
0: Uh, The strangest thing I've stumbled upon, and trust me when I tell you, anything I see on TikTok or Instagram for that matter, it's because I've stumbled upon them, or for some reason or another, they've come to me. So that being said, those people that uh, you, you are going through and you see them making like noises or humming or scratching their nails on the microphone or having a piece of something, crumpling it up and uncrumpling it and crumpling it up and uncrumpling it. How are those people making money?
1: You'll be surprised at how many niches there are. There's so many different you know people who want to watch certain types of videos. Um, it's kind of similar to people who watch like um, chiropractic videos, where some like a chiropractor is cracking somebody's back. Those tend to be very popular. I saw um, I saw I, that,
0: and I wondered what it, what is this here for? This guy was cracking this person's back and uh, and their legs and everything, and I thought, what am I watching here, and why?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You'll be surprised at how many different videos, um, you know people will get i know the like when people like crack people's backs and stuff that is something that people love watching it's one of the most popular things on youtube that people search up to watch i think it's just comforting for them um you know I, i don't fall into that category but you know sometimes it's interesting to learn about you know um, different people's jobs and stuff like that. And then back to the point where you were talking about ASMR, which is like where people are like scratching their nails on the microphone or talking in a whisper, that is also very popular too. And I think that's just like another niche category that people will look into. Um, but it's really about, I guess it's, it just is what interests people and that's what people want to see. And as People continue to watch it more, then their viral, their videos keep going viral, I guess.
0: <laughs> and that they get the big numbers, like you have 48,000 plus. Uh, and then somehow you monetize that. Correct. Fascinating. I really am so glad we had a chance to talk about these things because I've wondered about them and didn't know where to turn. Now I know it's Raquel Escamilla, Metro Detroit content creator and influencer. Uh, doing a heck of a good job, and we appreciate learning about you. How do people find you?
1: Yeah, you can find me on TikTok at Raquel underscore Escamilla or on Instagram at underscore, it's underscore Raquel.
0: Thank you, Raquel. We really appreciate it. Nice uh, meeting you.
1: Yes, nice meeting you, too. Thank you for having me.
0: It's our pleasure. And uh, thanks to uh, all of our guests, Brittany Waters founder of the Detroit Beauty Collective and Behold Brows. Should I get my brows done? And finally, uh, we started off with Mark Hollis, the COO of Rock, all round good guy from an all round good company. I'll talk to you in the mornings, Monday through Friday from 6 till 9 on WJR. In the meantime, go on out and make it a great rest of the day. Regards, Paul W. Smith.